0: Letter 46 of Orpheus C. Kerr Papers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Orpheus C. Kerr Papers by Robert Henry Newell. Letter 46. Wherein is shown how the General of the Mackerel Brigade followed an illustrious example and vetoed a proclamation, also recording a military experiment with reliable contrabands washington d c may twentieth eighteen sixty two rejoice with me my boy that i have got back my gothic steed pegasus from the government chap who borrowed him for a desk the splendid architectural animal has just enough slant from his backbone to his hips to make a capital desk my boy and then his tail is so handy to wipe pens on in a moment of thirst he swallowed a bottle of ink and some fears were entertained for his life but a gross of steel pens and a ream of blotting-paper immediately administered caused him to come out all right. In a Gothic sense, my boy, the Charger continues to produce architectural illusions. He was standing on a hillside the other day, with his rear elevation toward the spectators, his head up and ears touching at the top, when a chap who has been made pious by frequent conversation with the contrabands. "'noticed him afar off, and says he to a soldier, "'What church is that I behold in the distance my fellow-worm of the dust?' "'The military veteran looked, and says he, "'It does look like a church, but it's only an animated hayrack belonging to the cavalry. "'I see,' says the pious chap, moving on. "'The beast looks like a church, because he's been accustomed to steeplechases.' I have also much satisfaction in the society of my dog, Bologna, my boy, who has already become so attached to me that I believe he would defend me against any amount of meat. Like the old guard of France, he is always around the parts throne, and, like a bon vivant, is much given to whining after his dinner." the last time i was at paris my boy this interesting animal made a good breakfast off the calves of the general of the mackerel brigade's legs causing that great strategical commander to issue enough oaths for the whole southern confederacy thunder says the general at the conclusion of his cursory remarks i shall have the hydrophobia and bite somebody It's my opinion says the general hastily licking a few grains of sugar from the spoon he was holding at the time it's my opinion that I shall go rabid as soon as I see water. Then you're perfectly safe, my conquering hero, says I, for when you see water the Atlantic Ocean will be principally composed of brandy pale. Speaking of Paris, it pains me, my boy, to say that Captain William Brown's proclamation for the conciliation of Southern Union men has been repudiated by the General of the Mackerel Brigade thunder says the general taking a cork from his pocket in mistake for a watch key it's against the constitution to open a bar so far away from where congress sits and he at once issued the following proclamation whereas there appears in the public prints what presumptuously pretends to be a proclamation of captain william brown esquire in the words following to wit proclamation THE UNION MEN OF THE SOUTH ARE HEREBY INFORMED THAT THE UNITED STATES OF AMERICA HAS REASSERTED HISSELF, AND WILL SHORTLY OPEN A BAR-ROOM IN PARIS, ALSO CIGARS AND OTHER NECESSARIES OF LIFE, BY ORDER OF CAPTAIN William BROWN ESQUIRE, AND WHEREAS THE SAME IS PRODUCING MUCH EXCITEMENT AMONG THOSE MEMBERS FROM THE BORDER-STATES WHO WOULD PREFER THAT SAID BAR-ROOM SHOULD BE NEARER WASHINGTON IN CASE OF SICKNESS. Therefore, I, General of the Mackerel Brigade, do proclaim and declare that the Mackerel Brigade cannot stand this sort of thing, and that neither Captain William Brown nor any other commander has been authorized to declare free lunch, either by implication or otherwise in any State, much less in a State of intoxication, of which there are several. To persons in this State, now, I earnestly appeal. I do not argue. I beseech you to mix your own liquors. You cannot, if you would, be blind to the signs of the times when such opportunity is offered to see double. I beg of you a calm and immense consideration of them signs, ranging, as it may be, above personal liquor establishments. The change you will receive after purchasing your materials will come gently as the dews from heaven, not rending nor wrecking anything. Will you not embrace me? May the extensive future not have to lament that you have neglected to do so. Yours respectfully, the General of the Mackerel Brigade. Green Seal When William read this conservative proclamation, my boy, he looked thoughtfully into a recently occupied tumbler for a few moments, and then says he, There's some intellect in that. The General covers the whole ground ah says William, preparing in a dreamy manner to wash out the tumbler with something from a decanter the general so completely covers the whole ground sometimes that the police department is required to clear it i believe him my boy the intelligent and reliable contrabands my boy who have come into paris from time to time with valuable news concerning all recent movements not taking place in the confederacy were formed lately by William into a military company called the Sambori Guard, Captain Bob Shorty being deputed to drill them in the color manual of arms. They were dressed in flaming red breeches and black coats, my boy, and each chaotic chap looked like a section of stovepipe walking about on two radishes. I attended the first drill, my boy, and found the oppressed Africans standing in a line about as regular as so many trees in a maple swamp. Captain Bob Shorty whipped out his sleepless sword, straightened it on a log, stepped to the front, and was just about to give the first order, when, suddenly, he started, threw up his nose, and stood paralyzed. "'What's the matter, my blue and gilt?' says I. He stood like one in a dream, and says he—' "'Pears to me I smell something.' "'Yes,' says I, "'tis the scent of the roses that hangs round it still.' "'True,' says Captain Bob Shorty, recovering. "'It does smell like a scent, and I haven't seen a scent of my pay for such a long time that the novelty of the odour knocked me. "'Attention, company!' Only five of the troops were enough startled by this sudden order, my boy, to drop their guns, and only four stooped down to tie their shoes. One very reliable contraband left the ranks, and says he, "'Marcer, hadn't brought a kit better go about to hymn before the service commence?' "'Order in the ranks!' says Captain Bob Shorty, with some asperity. "'Attention, company! Order! Arms!' The troops did this very well, my boy, the muskets coming down at intervals of three minutes, bringing each man's cap with them, and pointing so regularly toward all points of the compass that no foe could possibly approach from any direction without running on a bayonet. "'Excellent!' says Captain Bob Shorty, with enthusiasm. Only, Mister Ket, you needn't hold your gun quite so much like a hoe. Carry arms. Here, Mister Dana stepped out from the ranks and says he, "Carry who, massa? Go to the rear," says Captain Bob Shorty indignantly. Present arms. If present arms means to stick your bayonet into the next man's side, my boy, the troops did it very well. Splendid, says Captain Bob Shorty. Shoulder arms eyes eight double quick March on to Richmond the troops obeyed the order my boy and haven't been seen since perhaps they're going yet my boy company 3 regiment 5 Mackerel brigade started for an advance on Richmond yesterday and by a forced March got within three miles of it another March brought them within five miles of the place and the last dispatch stated that they had but ten miles to go before reaching the rebel capital military travel, my boy, is like the railroad at the west, where they had to make chalk marks on the track to see which way the train was going. Yours on time, orpheus c kerr End of letter forty six.